0: Welcome to Auto Media Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sheriff from the YouTube channel Mark and Cars. I'm joined every week with my co-host Simon McGrath, also known as Simon the Classic Car Dude.
1: G'day Simon. Hello fellow car tragics. Each episode we'll talk all things cars. Classics, modern, exotic, old school, future classics, electric, diesel, sports car, family truckster, you name it, we're interested in it.
0: Like always, if you've got an opinion or want to contribute, please DM me. You'll find me across most social media as Mark and Cars. That's Mark with a C. We hope you enjoy the show. G'day, Simon. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. What a beautiful
1: day in Perth. We've had a few of them in a row, haven't we? We have. It's just blissful.
0: What have you been doing with Cars or Choppers lately?
1: mate, I'm a sick victim, you know. (laughs) I've... um... (laughs) I'm getting closer to getting the white Volvo licensed, and um, I've had a whole bunch of stuff remedied on it, and not a great deal, really, just a sort of an an annoying bunch of niggles that, uh, anyway, tomorrow I should get that licensed uh, with a bit of luck and put the Swedish number plate on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, today I picked up the Honda Monkey from Planet Honda in Melville, who did a terrific service on it, put two new tyres on it. Yep. Not that the old ones are worn out. It's just that they get a Too bit old. old. Yeah, yeah, you know. Sure. You know many
0: motorcyclists wear out their tyres on their leisure
1: no. bikes? No. And, and you know, things. when you've got it counted over about 15 degrees at 100 ks coming <laughs> off the freeway, that's some other guy, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought whilst it was in there, stick two new tyres on it. So they did. Rode it home and it was a total joy. I loved it. Yeah, good one. And um, on Sunday, Pearl and I went out to...
0: Cavisham for Italian car day.
1: Oh, that's always a good day.
0: Yeah, it's a um, good location. It was, it was mm. actually quite warm out in the Swan Valley. I think it was yep. like 35, 36 degrees out there. Yeah, so It's always a bit warmer. Yeah, it was. And um, But the cars on display, there's some nice stuff. You yeah. know, like, sure, there's Ferraris, right? There's always Ferraris when you go on Italian car day, but... Some of the, you know, 105 body Alphas, you know, the 1750, 1600 Juniors. The, the Julias. Yeah, all yeah. those. Yeah, some, yeah, stunning. There's that um, Junior Zagato.
1: I love those. Oh,
0: my goodness. Yeah, they're stunning-looking looking car. And, you know, some stuff that's come around finally, like, you know, those Busso V6 GTVs from Yeah, they're the hot at
1: the moment, really hot. Great. Great and going cars. up in value fast. They should. They're good cars. Oh, they make the best noise. Yeah. but Or they're either still on the road and they're...
0: Beautiful, or mm. they're just not on the road anymore because they're too expensive. Yeah,
1: I've come close twice with one of those.
0: Yeah, it would be right up the alley. And, uh, yeah,
1: it would be. I used to have a two-litre GTV, yep. and um, the windscreen on them is at a very low rake, okay. you know, that, that whole so angle. So Gold's longer stash? Yeah, pretty much. And you've got the windscreen actually ends above your head.
0: Well, how does it go with the sun visors?
1: Well, it's stuff? like sitting under a you know bay marie or a rotisserie or yeah, something. Okay. <laughs> it's like seriously hot, and they need air conditioning all the time, yeah, yeah, even okay. in winter, because you're sitting under this radiator. Um, you know, they look great, fabulous to drive. They're they're actually fabulous to thrash.
0: Yeah, okay, that's all, what they're really Alphas good. All Alfas are yeah. like every Alph- every manual Alfa Alph- I've ever driven. Yeah, thrashable is a good way to describe. Yeah,
1: and um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had yeah. it for a couple of years.
0: Yeah, nice one. There was a, there's a really nice-looking, and I don't know what it was based on, what chassis or anything, but it's a um, Lancia 037 replica, you know, like the rally car. The rear, oh, yeah, rear, that would be Gordon Mitchell's car. World, champ, you know, world Rally Champion.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, cracker-looking car. Look, it was amazing. Oh, they're a thing. wild thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's Gordon Mitchell's. He yeah, okay. used to race at Wanneroo Park. Sure. Raced for Sicelli Motors and then had a um, V8 um, Leyland Marina. Um, Ex rally cross car yeah, that he yeah. ran at Wannery Park for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, sure. And a whole bunch of stuff. He a great driver.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I um did my first uh, rally cross. I heard you them. chickened out.
1: Yeah. Which oh, I think's.
0: Uh, I, I did. I did. Why, I, wisdom. I had one uh, timed yep. lap. I did about <clears throat> six <clears throat> reconnaissance laps.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Um, and yeah, after someone dropped their guts on the, uh, oh, sorry, oil on the track, I thought, yeah, it was an hour of clean up and yeah. it was getting late and combination of factors. Yeah. And I thought, first time out, there's no need I don't there's no so badges for what, winning.
1: What was it? They hit a curb or something and broke a sump or
0: um well the way the circuit works down there hmm. is you pass through what's now called the snake pit. It's like the bind oh, area. Yeah, I know. Yep. Okay, down at the motorplex there. Um, which you drop down probably about a meter yes. off a ramp, then up okay. a meter as you come into it. Yep. Um, it was actually a Yaris, GA Yaris, that had this problem. Okay. Um, he sort of was airborne coming out of there, which is not that hard to do when you're going at speed, obviously. And, um, you know, the car's changed its attitude in the air. Yeah. As he's come down, he's shot off and plowed straight into the end of one of the concrete barriers in mm. the just a snake pit uh-huh. and uh-huh. spun around and tipped his car over. And Goodness it,
1: me, that's yeah, a big it's de- deal.
0: Yeah, it's a big deal. And,. Um, the two cars that followed him hit the dropped oil and they ploughed off into the, oh, you man. know, they crashed as well. So after that point, the cleanup started. Oh, yeah,
1: very serious. Yeah, and it's just yeah.
0: they, they've had no, you yeah, know, it was very fortunate mm. no one got hurt, Yeah, which is a testament to all the cars involved, obviously, and the safety mm. requirements for the event. But, yeah, this happened at probably, but like, the event started probably about 45 minutes late as well. So yeah. by the time oh, you do that, oh, then no, you've got that
1: clean-up. And, not a good night out.
0: Oh, and, you know, don't get me wrong, the weather's been amazing down here in, here yeah. in Perth lately, but down at the um, motorplex air with the wind coming in, it was mm. getting cold while you're standing around waiting and yeah, yeah, yeah. rubbers getting cold and, you know, anyway, so I thought, yeah. I spoke to my co-driver and said, look, I might pull a pin and go home and have some, oh, dinner." Do you, do you- I, I got home at 9.30 and I'd yeah. only had one run, so I would have been okay. there till 11 if I had stuck around, you know.
1: Do you reckon that car's a write-off now?
0: <coughs> it was on a, Was it on its roof? No, on its side, I think.
1: Okay. Did any right. airbags go off? I don't know. Okay.
0: Yeah. I look, I wouldn't – I reckon it will be a write-off. It'll probably it end up as a rally modified, car. Highly modified car, okay. like um, had all the suspension done, had a cage in it, had everything, mm. right? So, yeah, look, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's got a full Motec in it, and I can tell you now, those things aren't cheap to put in any car. No. Mm.
1: That's yeah. motorsport, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So we've got. Oh, and so I sold of, the red
1: cats. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, i have going to deliver it probably on the maybe tomorrow, the next day. That's the Volvo? the one, two, three GT Volvo yeah. Amazon Amazon. Yeah. Speaking of motorsport, my wife's thrilled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bit more. Oh, you got the trailer in there as well, haven't you? That's right, getting yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um. Speaking of motorsport, our guest today, Godfrey Everett. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Godfrey here is, I reckon, he's a bit of um, WA motorsport royalty. He's been around like a, I don't know what, four hundred and fifty years or something I to thought start you, with. You're going to say an
1: old queen, <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> and he's
0: he's he's done every event we all want to at some point, and um, most of it in an old Porsche. Mm. So or two, Godfrey.
2: Yeah. Well, I have. Off. Yeah, I certainly have. Um, tell I, us about what's in the garage right now. What cars do you own? Well, I've got uh, the 356 uh, 58 356 Cabriolet, uh, I've got the, nine, the uh, 73 911 Targa, mm-hmm. and I've got a uh, WRX STI, yeah, okay, and a Prado. <laughs> <laughs> and um,
0: the <clears throat> both
2: Porsches got a pretty long sporting history, yeah. Well, look, I've had them both, I bought both of my Porsches in 1985, I bought the, th- the 356 first, and um. I immediately started, I joined the Porsche Club and started doing events and I thought this is nowhere near quick enough. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of fun but nowhere near quick enough. So I then started looking around for a a (laughs) 9-11 and, and, you know, at the time that I was looking and I had to to have it, uh, all there was was Targas. I didn't want a Targa but anyway, I eventually bought a Targa. So that's pretty much what I've done all of my motorsport in this Targa. I've done so many different different styles of events, so it's a bit like grandfather's axe, you know. It's yeah. Two new uh, heads and four new handles. Um, <laughs> but it's been fantastic in all of these different uh, guises. You know, it's done three Targa Tasmanias. It's done the London Sydney Marathon. It's raced at Wanneroo. We had the Porsche Cup Series at Wanneroo. Yep. Our local Porsche Cup. Yep. Um, it, I've raced it at Bathurst. So it's done a lot of diverse events, which is uh, not common because most people get different cars to do different events. Yeah. But I didn't have enough money to do that, so I just kept changing the, the one car. And, of course, I got to the end of doing all that and I thought, oh, I love this car. So now I've built it back to a road car. Yeah, albeit it. Albeit a noisy but <laughs> quick road car. Sure, sure. <laughs> so what engines in it? It's got it. Look, it started out. Uh, the original engine was a two point four mm-hmm. uh, for a seventy three nine eleven. Uh, it's now got a three point two, so it's pretty Beautiful. quick. Yeah, yeah, it would be quick, and they're light too. Yeah, it, it is. Look, well, of course, when we were racing, we we took out all the sound deadening, yeah. uh, as the Germans call the body shoots, <laughs> <laughs> which is apparently a sort of a lead. So I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. Anyway, but we took all that out, so so it is pretty light. Um, and I—I I don't know. I think I weighed it once, and it was was uh, something like eight hundred. Was it was certainly it was certainly well under um, a ton. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Look, it's a terrific car, but it's been seam welded, and it's got extra. I think you've seen it, it's got extra yeah, extra, yeah. extra welding bits, little bits yeah, that make and it. Yeah, make it because uh, the tiger naturally doesn't have the roof. size. So yeah. So that's and all. There's about plenty of times
0: you get in there with the welding. With how many times you've
2: uh, needed welding? Onto it yeah, that's for right. the repairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, exactly. Um... Well, of course, we had the big the big prang in uh, in Targa one year, and that was uh, that was that was pretty nasty. Yeah, we'll come, we'll come to that. Mm. Tell us about your family's got a pretty
0: good history of yeah, the well, uh, automotive industry here. Yeah, and, it
2: is. In fact, it w- is uh, my grandfather uh, who who migrated to Australia in uh, 1906. Uh, after having done an apprenticeship with his uh, father in uh, 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 steam buses. So he was a bit of a steam engineer as well as a piston engineer. So he came to Australia in 1906 and he worked for several... uh, He worked at the Northern Powerhouse. He worked for um, a couple of car dealers around the town. And then eventually he obviously got sick of dirty hands because those days... Engine mechanics used to wear suits and ties. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how crazy is that? Anyway, so he, he got a job as a uh, as a uh, a chauffeur for um, uh, Sydney Emanuel, who at the time was the, the Australia's biggest landowner. And uh, Mr Emanuel said to uh, to Alf, my grandfather, "What's the best car in the world, Alf?" And of course, grandfather would have tugged his forelock. And said Rolls Royce, sir, because he's recently arrived, POM. And uh, so, uh, sir then booked two two passages on a ship to England. They went to England. He and uh, uh, Gramp and uh, Mister Emanuel went to England. Ordered the Rolls Royce. And while while that was being built, Alf spent the time on the assembly line with uh, with Henry Royce, learning the mechanics of the car.
1: Goodness me! It's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm.
2: What uh, year would and, this have been, Godfrey? Sorry. What year would this have been? This, this would have been nineteen hundred and eight, I think. Sure. Yeah. So, um, we, so what they did was they put, uh, they built a big box for the uh, for the Rolls Royce, and uh, we would have called it a container today. Mm-hmm. Put it on the ship, and every port they stopped in, they would they would unload this thing, and Grant would drive Sir around, you know. Bombay, Calcutta, <laughs> all of those. <laughs> it was just a pretty terrifying experience actually, but he sure. used to get followed by crowds of people and yep. um, and there was one occasion where they couldn't get to the wharf so they had to put it on a barge and take it in, all this sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> but eventually got back to Perth and, uh, you know, like a couple of notable events was that he, uh, uh, he used to take um, Mr. Emanuel's wife out for lunch with the ladies, took her to um, – uh, the that Armadale uh, hotel one time, and uh, they had lunch. And she said, to Alf, listen now, Alf. I've got an appointment. We've got to get moving. Let's go." Now, this car was capable, according to Gramp, doing sixty miles an hour. This is in about nineteen hundred eight. It's honking. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, man, so. Man the brakes on so, it. <laughs> so, so he put the foot down coming back down Albany Highway, and he went past the police station and these guys couldn't believe it. So they rang the next police station (laughs) and uh, they were out in the road to stop him and they'd they'd worked out the time and worked out the speed. I think they got him for 40 miles an hour, but the speed limit was 12. And so (laughs) he had to go to court and, uh, you know, that uh, was a fairly big bill, but uh, Mr Emanuel paid that, of course, yeah.
1: If my memory... Serves me. There, that was a silver ghost. It was, yeah. And if I've driven one, I've driven, Have you uh, mm. I think it was a 1911 one. Yeah. It's, I was a younger man, but yeah. I think the accelerator pedal is in the middle where the brake is nowadays. I think that's the case. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's, you've got to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> right. <That's> quite, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. you would. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, certainly. But uh, of course, that was, uh, you know, Grant was, watched the thing from the first bolt. Yeah. So uh, so that worked out pretty well. When, uh, when uh, Mr Emanuel decided to go back to England, he went back to England to live and took the car uh, and the car sort of disappeared because I think probably what happened, they, they loaned it or it was uh, seconded by the military as a war effort. That's right. They were armoured
1: cars in yeah, the, in the so, deserts.
2: And it has disappeared. I mean, things like that uh, don't generally disappear Mm. I mean, there's a big book with with all the Rolls Royce yeah. the serial numbers. Uh, that one is, seems to have dropped off, so it's probably probably got bombed or something.
1: The car that I drove was owned by um, a guy called Jeremy Green, who's mm-hmm. president of the Rolls Royce Club for years, and that was also an ex-armored um, scout car.
2: Was it in yeah. the
1: desert war? Oh, yeah. oh right, okay. yeah,
2: yeah, mm. yeah.
1: Converted back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic, amazing. Terrific story, though, you know. And uh, in fact, when uh, Mr. Emmanuel went to um, Went back to England. He, he he. Gramp recently got married, so he gave him a nice gift, which I've got at home, big coffee set. But he also gave him eight hundred pounds to uh, to to go out on his own. So Gramp uh, did a deal with uh, Jack Winterbottom. Yeah. And started a company. It was the Perth uh, Perth Motor Car Company, I think. Uh, he and Jack Winterbottom, uh, and he was there for a couple of years then. Then he moved on and uh, and sold out and started with uh, Anderson. So yep. it was Anderson Sydney. and Adams. Yep, Sydney Anderson. Yep. Uh, and then after that, after a few years doing that, he uh, then went to uh, started his own outfit, which was uh, Adams Motors. Gosh. And that went on. That I mean, he was crucified in the twenty nine uh, depression. Crash. Yeah. But he did last hang on. He hung on until nineteen thirty
1: six. Gosh, Winterbottoms used to be called chili Bums, <laughs> and my As my uncle would. used to do their advertising. He was the like the the face of uh, Winterbottoms.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: He was a, He was a sort of a rotan rotund man, yeah. very comical.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Oh look, it was. It must have been a fascinating industry, you know. I mean,
0: especially you know. in its infancy, like that. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. But look, you know, you see, we. I mean, we all say that, but I've got a book here, nineteen sixteen, motorist and wheelman, and it's a it's a car magazine. Mm. It's as good as any car magazine you can buy on the shelf today, and it's a Perth production. Yeah. Okay. I mean, wow. And you can buy all these little gadgets for your car, and I mean, it's just incredible. But it's actually
0: when you look at old mm. car magazines. I've got quite a pile over there that i have mm. you know. Inherited off various people, it's actually the ads that are the most f- fun bit to oh. read, you know, like how they come up with some of the stuff, you know, and well, the, yeah. the graphics and the illustrations mm. for the ad mm. in the ads for the old stuff. It's amazing.
2: Well, we tend to think that we're the first ones to do these things, but it's it's all been done before. It is just amazing. It is. Know? It is. Yeah.
0: So tell us about when you decided to go out and buy your 356.
2: Well, yeah, that was, well, you know, I was driving down once. 85. Why do you want one? Eighty five. Oh, I've always wanted a. You know, when I was, you know, ten, I wanted a three, five, six. No, I didn't. There okay, wait, wait. They weren't. A, yeah, I was
0: about to say, what were you using when you <laughs> to say ten?
2: No, they probably. No. When I first saw the three, five, I look. I look. I was a Volkswagen fanatic. Yeah, sure. You know, weren't we all? Well, all us Porsche types were. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, you know, and I had several Volkswagens, but but I always aspired to a. Uh, to a three five six, and I went to live in Melbourne uh, early early in the piece, and I almost bought a three five six. It was it was going to be about three thousand dollars at the time, but I it was just way beyond me. So anyway, I, it uh, was in the back of my mind forever. And then one day in Perth in nineteen eighty five, I was driving down Canning Highway at the uh, Causeway there, mm-hmm. and there was there was a car yard there, Berrymans. There, Berrymans, That's yeah. it. yep, Berrymans. and there was a three five six in the front. <laughs> And I thought, Jesus, that's a that that is the car that I've always wanted. It was a Cabriolet. I mean, where are you ever going to see a Cabriolet again? Mm. I thought, I oh, you know, there will be five people in Perth will kill for that car, and I'm one of them. <laughs> so, so I thought what I'm going to do, I'll get up early tomorrow, Monday morning, the next day. And I, I wrote the checkout because they'd, they'd put, uh, they'd put the price, no offers. So I wrote the checkout. I didn't have the money, <laughs> but anyway, so I got to the yard at six o'clock in the morning and I sat there and I waited and I waited and I waited. And then a salesman, I don't know, about 7.30 or something, a salesman turned up. As soon as he got out of his car, I rushed over and said, I want to buy the three, five, six, there's my check.
1: Would you remember his name if I mentioned it? Oh, look, I probably wouldn't. Lindsay Haywood? No. Peter
2: Berryman? No, I don't know. It wasn't Berryman. You still got the okay. receipt? Eh? Hey? You still got the receipt? Yeah, I have. I'll have a look But I, I go wouldn't that. Mind betting, there. I yeah. wouldn't
1: mind betting it's Lindsay Haywood.
2: Lindsay Hayward. All right, yeah. I'll have a look at that. But anyway... I, you know, I, I shoved my cheque in his hand and said, can I have a receipt? Give me a receipt, give me a receipt. <laughs> And uh, he said, just wait till I get in the door, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, he went in and he's writing the receipt out. Just as he's writing the receipt out, a Porsche pulled out, pulled in front. Peter Long. 911? Uh, it, it was, yes, it was a 911. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he had a 911. And he also had a 356 at the time. Anyway, he swaggered in, as Peter does, and um he said, oh, look, uh, my man, uh, I've organised with Mr Berryman. I rang him yesterday and I've agreed to buy the 356. And I'm there with my receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Blood red fingers. Yeah. And uh, my salesman said, look, I'm sorry, sir, this gentleman's just bought it. Well, I, you know, anyway, sort of had a bit of a fight. But Peter backed off, you know. And I think, I think he went home and spoke to his wife and she said, don't be greedy, you've already got a 356.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the <laughs> yeah, same
2: thing. yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I got the car and uh, and you know the first thing of course I had to do was rush straight to the bank and say, "Can you please honor my check?" <laughs> 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 so uh, they honored my check and uh, and here we are today. I've still got it and it's just a magnificent car. It's a, you know like it's a Perth delivered. Wow. 356. Not even...
0: who would have delivered it? Eh? Who, who was, who was the Hustle. agent for them?
2: Back. Amherst Motors. Maybe yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm okay. not. sure, Yeah, It'd be my guess. It was a doctor from Mosman, Mosman Park. Track. Yeah, okay. A doctor from here, and he ordered it with. Um, he ordered it with a hard top. Okay. Hard top. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> probably only four, three, five, sixes with cabrios with hard tops in Australia. Cash. I reckon, if if that you know. Now I look. I've got a. Uh, have, you still, have you still got the hard top? Oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've got a uh, a 1958 price list from uh, and it's got European and American prices. Mm. And <laughs> it's incredible. I just looked at it today. The hard top when if you spec the hard top was 170 US dollars. Wow! And this is a this is, this thing's like a German army helmet. Yeah, World <laughs> War. World <laughs> War oh, it's huge. It's so it just heavy. It
0: the spike you recognise. You know, the Well,
2: Truly, you need four people to put it on. It. It's just it doubles the weight of the car. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrific. But the other look, the other interesting thing about that in, in uh, for Porsche people in the price list for eleven hundred dollars, you could have you could have swapped out the engine that was in it, and you could an extra eleven hundred you could have put in the four cam. A quad cam engine, $1,100, which would make that car worth a million dollars today. Yeah, it would. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible, is that? Yeah, for yeah. 1100 miserable do- dollars. <laughs> if I could find that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but anyway, just remember
0: how you were struggling for that twelve thousand, uh, right? A long time after nineteen fifty eight. Oh now, yeah. How much do you reckon that eleven hundred
2: was actually worth? Oh, absolutely, 1998? absolutely. Yeah, it looks, it would no, have been no question. No. Look, it's all very well to look at those prices these days, isn't it? But uh,
0: yeah, it was. A oh, lot we lot. all do. It was a lot of day. You do yeah. the same thing with real estate.
2: Yeah, you? absolutely. Yeah. Every, why didn't we buy the block next door as yeah. well? We couldn't couldn't. For all it. of them. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So you you yeah. you pick that car up. Join the Porsche Club.
2: Joined the Porsche Club, yeah, and immediately started uh, going to Wanneroo and doing stuff with the with the 356 and having an absolute hoot, you know. And, uh, and uh, you know, I remember I was doing one, one round of witches' hats with the 356 and the first time I'd ever done it in a car, you know, and, of course, when you the first time you ever do something like that, as you probably you, – you, you wonder what's going to break and <laughs> can you really push it that hard? And so I was a bit of a, you know, a bit of a ponce. Anyway, I got to the end of it and Peter Long was there and he said you're going to have to do better than that. <laughs> so so I started to push it a bit and then I realized that the car was fabulous but it was you know there was a few 3 uh, 911s around at the time and I thought I'm going to I got to get 911. <laughs> so that's what I did, you know. So did uh, you go up to Peter Long and say look what are you going to buy next so I can get in before you? <laughs> well look, the thing is there were so few Porsches in Perth at that time. You, really there yeah. knew of them. All. Yeah, and Peter Long particularly knew them all. And so when I, as soon as I bought my uh, my 911, I've always believed Porsche should, air-cooled Porsche should be silver with black interior. Now, this car was, in fact, uh, royal blue with black interior. The 911. So I immediately had it painted. Boy, it just caused some constant, where'd this car come from? Who, yeah <laughs> <watch> this car? <laughs> Nobody knew what it was. Yeah. I'll tell you what it, what it was, though. Remember Tom the Cheap Grocer? Oh, Are yeah, you a, Thomas Wardle.
1: Yeah. Was my his, dad used to work for him.
2: Did he? Yeah. What well, it was his son's first uh, Porsche. Jeffrey Wardle. Jeffrey Wardle. It came in yeah. uh, brand new for him. Yeah. yeah. He
1: went on to buy a uh, 2.7 Carrera. A did he? RS. RS. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. An
0: RS. Yeah. I wonder where that is now.
1: And my dad... He threw the keys at my dad. My dad used to run the deli in the Hay Street store. Sure. And he threw the keys said, McGraw, you know, get my car. And so Dad walked down to where, you know, the riverside, where the, all the cars were parked out. Mm. And Dad had to drive it back, and he said it was a nightmare. He hated it because he didn't know what it was and yeah. didn't appreciate yeah. it. Sure, Goodness my, me. My father ended up years later owning yeah. Sir Thomas Wardle's uh, Silver Shadow Did Rolls-Royce. Really- yeah, the <laughs> same car. And then he sold it to the guy who set up the... Um, the Esplanade Hotel in Albany. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Is the right? Wardles. They're still around. They are Dirk Hartog Island. Aren't yes, it? that's yeah. right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. My car originally, the 356, you know, was originally in uh, in the York Motor Museum. Peter Briggs owned it. Wow, okay. okay. Right. And he, he wanted to, um, he decided that he wanted a speedster. So he sold that car, uh, my car, and he bought a speedster.
0: There is a speedster in the York Bow Museum. I still? think it's
2: probably still there. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's got red stripes over the bonnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the car was bought, uh, I don't know who sold it, if he sold it, but you remember there used to be a thing called the Big Belly Bus? Oh, yeah. Two story bus. Yeah, used yeah, to go yeah. around town and they'd yeah. all get drunk as monkeys yeah, yeah. and fall out. Uh, well, the guy that owned that company, he owned the 356 for a while, but I think he went broke
1: in the end, didn't he? And, Do you remember his name? I don't. No, I don't. Was not Mal Hardwick? Because Mel Hardwick owned Bernie's cafe. Mal, he did. I went to school with Mel Hardwick. Yeah, yeah, and then he went. Yeah. He had the first E type <laughs> in Perth.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. a great yeah. guy, terrific guy, a terrific, terrific bloke. Yeah, and 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 Bernie's was a great, wasn't it? Burger fantastic, bar, wasn't it? We used to go
1: there after I oh, was a front it, of yes, house manager. I right? love that in right. Bayview Terrace, where oh, next to Ch- where oh, Chellingworth originally oh, yeah, yeah. worked.
2: Yeah, okay. Oh, that was great. Great stuff, wasn't
1: it? It really was great yeah. stuff. Remember all the jokes and you'd lift them? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the doors. No, no they were
2: humorists, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, that was good fun. Yeah, that's right. I remember he did buy an um, E-Type, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what's happened to those guys. But uh, anyway, yeah. So 911, motorsport. Yeah, well, the 911 is uh, the car for all seasons, isn't it? I, uh, I've mm-hmm. done... Uh, as I say, three target Tasmanias. I've done the London Sydney Marathon. I've done. Uh, uh, I've done. What else have I done? I've raced at wasted Raced at. Uh, raced at at, um, um, at uh, Bathurst. Uh, and one of the things that I did, and you you've probably done this as well. The do you remember the Quinana Rally Sprint? Oh, uh, yes. It was yeah. done by the Nissan Car Club. Is, yeah. Was that in that little precinct that sort of was – they never built? They, no, they did build it, but they took the houses away.
0: Yeah, okay, because they, they was, found beryllium in the it, soil or something yeah. like that, didn't they? Something like that went on down there. So
2: all the houses went, but the roads stayed there. And uh, Paul Blank used it a couple of times in, mm. in classic, classic rallies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I thought that was f- fabulous fun. So I uh, I used to go down there, and it was a Sunday morning, get there Sunday morning. You'd, by midday, you'd be finished. But geez, it was good fun. Mm. I mean, that was just sensational. You know, it it really taught me how to how, how to because I, I won it a couple of times. You know, and it really taught me how to sort of do those sort of tracks quickly. You know, just there's no tomorrow. You know, you just got to you just got to give it shit and away and away you go. But uh, and, and it it put me in good stead for things like uh, like Target Tasmania. You know. In the 95 Targa Tasmania, the, in the prologue for that, I don't want to sound like I'm showing off here, but I out of 300 cars in the prologue, I was the sixth fastest. Wow. And the guys that were in, the only guys that were faster than me, the Jim Richards, he was right behind mm-hmm.
0: me. Yep. Uh,
2: the, the Australian rally champion of the time, whose name escapes me. Tom Bates. Yeah, Bates. Yeah, uh, Bates back uh, then. Yeah. And Coral Taylor was yeah. the navigator. Yep. And, and, and a number of other guys who were, in fact, uh, Porsche Cup racers at the time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just it, – it just gave me that, uh, that ability to be able to really understand the car and throw it around, mm. you know. And and to do that, I used to drive my 911 every day to work because I, I've always felt the longer you spend the seat, the better you get.
1: Well, you become one with the car, you y- know? You must gain – familiarity mm, with absolutely. whatever the object is yeah. and and also if you worked on the car yourself mm. you would have a really deep understanding absolutely. of the, yeah. Yeah, what what made it up
0: mm. so how do you go from Quinada rally sprints to thinking i want to drive from london to sydney
2: isn't it funny i have always uh, i always had this in the back of i just that really did fascinate me the london sydney I was that
1: 2014 no so, 2000
2: 2000? 2000 right the, the the first like the first one was in nineteen sixty eight and that was a That's really right.
1: serious event that was yeah. that went was
2: through the whole of Asia paid and drivers and, and all this sort of stuff but that was
1: that was London to Sydney in that case wasn't yeah, it yeah London to Sydney and yeah. it was won by the Hillman Hunter when the, the there was a crash between a Citroen and an MG Midget or something no no a, a
2: farmer oh yeah came out in the road and the guy who was who was in charge leading in the in that Citroen. He uh, ran into him, wrote the car off and, you know, hurt the driver. Yeah, that was really, really sad, sad. But the Hillman Hunter (laughs) ended up winning it. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. Uh, In fact, the guy who was driving the Hillman Hunter, whose name just escapes me for the minute. MC. Uh, He was a a big rally driver. Um, He was the guy that flagged us off when we did the London Sydney and flagged us off from London. Thank Um, Clark.
1: Roger Clark. yeah.
2: No, no, not Roger Clark. No, no, he established an early lead. Oh, that was the 2000. No, no. Oh, no. No, no, the original one. Is that 68? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the 68. Andrew
1: Cowan. Andrew Cowan, he won it, yeah. 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 Whilst uh, Mark does a bit of background research, the... did you ever read the Evan Green book, uh, A Boot Full of Right Arms? No, oh, I didn't. know. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that was the, it was the story of that. And I think he raced a P76 in it or something. He did. That's right. He did. And yeah. it was, yeah. buddy, what a good oh, story. Fantastic. A Boot Full of Right Arms <laughs> by Evan Green. I mean, what a, a great Australian term of phrase. <laughs> That's right. You know. Oh,
2: fantastic stuff.
0: Geez, yeah. interestingly, back then, it says here, for listeners, I'm just looking on the Wikipedia page while these guys are talking about it, Ford GTs, Falcon GTs placed third, sixth, and eighth. Yeah,
2: that's
0: yeah. a pretty good showing for oh, back then,
2: brilliant. isn't it? Yeah, and they that were... was a well, oh, that was a factory team, of course. Yeah, yeah. built um, Ford but, tough. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Well, of course, that you know they were the mighty machines that were the what the fastest Ford or production car in the world, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Later yeah. on, they were, but that yeah. was
1: a that would have had a two eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, being an XT or XR. I yeah. Mean, yeah.
2: So, that's um, right. fantastic stuff. But uh, yeah, look, there's the two thousand. You know, uh, when we when I entered that, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, I, what, uh, yeah, Perhaps we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, preparing aren't. for that. Yeah, uh, well, preparing for that, uh, Graham uh, Lloyd and I. We, we used to race together in Porsches, and we decided uh, together that we'd, we were going to do the London Sydney because it's just a fascinating event. Yeah, it's fascinating. I find
0: it fascinating. I love the idea. Fascinating.
2: It, you, know? you know, it's. Uh, I've, I've just written down here. Uh, Where have I written it? 13 countries in 20 days. It's just (laughs) amazing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, Graham and I decided that we were going to do uh, the London-Sydney in in our own cars. So then we decided we've never done anything like this before, and it's a gravel rally. You know, we've Mm. only raced at Wanneroo and stuff like that. So we decided to do the Shield of Africa. Wow. Which was quite quite sensational. So we did this – so whosoever car was finished first – we were going to do the shoot of Africa, and it was his car. Uh, so, anyway, we we you know we went to Africa, and we uh, that's seven seven uh, countries we went through there. But on uh, this, I'll never forget this, this, this: the second stage, out of um, out of um, Cape Town. Um, our, you know, the Francis Tuttle was looking after our car. Yeah, Graham had hired Francis Tuttle. He was looking after a number of Porsches. Lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, good bloke, good bloke. Uh, anyway, we um, we we finished uh, stage two, and uh, the, there was a, a Datsun two hundred and forty Canadian guy and a Datsun two hundred and forty Z who'd finished a few cars ahead of us, and our uh, Francis Tuttle's engineer was coming to the stage to check the cars, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um, blow me down. This guy, when he left, this Canadian guy, when he left the stage, he saw this car coming towards him. So he did what a, a person that drives on the oh, right-hand yeah. side would do. He, he pulled over to the wrong side, you know. Wow. You know, like if we, if we have a problem, we pull to the left. Yeah. He pulled to the right. And of course, a head-on collision with this guy killed him. You know, oh, I mean, oh dear. and you think, God Almighty, what am I doing here? I've got little kids. I shouldn't be here. I should be home. But anyway, we we kicked on. But uh, we and, and we got to, one of the interesting things that happened when we got to, in uh, in Africa, in South Africa. There's two two countries within the borders of South Africa. They're separate countries. There's Swaziland, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's Lesotho. Lesotho is a is a very mountainous mountainous region, and the South Africans had built uh, um, hydroelectric schemes sure. there. They've got these mountains that just they're thousands and thousands of feet high. These roads go up these these mountains, and you look over the edge, and it's a thousand foot drop. You know, it's scary stuff. Oh. There's no rails. There's nothing. It's yeah. a gravel road. Yeah. Gee, what's what's all this about? Anyway, when we when we actually arrived at the border, they said, look. All events have been cancelled. There's a bit of uh, political problems happening. So you've got to, um, you know, you go, you spend the night here, six o'clock in the morning, you line up, nose to tail, you leave town, get out of town. So anyway, we stayed in this hotel which is on a mountain, in Masaru is the capital, and there's a there's a mountain with a hotel at the top. And if you can remember back in the 50s, the Great White Hunters? yeah. One of those hotels. You yeah, right. Okay. animal <laughs> yeah. heads on the wall, yeah, big, yeah. big fights. It was sure. just magnificent. This way. Anyway, we stayed there that night. In the morning, we got out and we lined. We, we all lined up in our cars. And there's these, these South African helicopter gunships flying around the yes. <laughs> around the mountain. Yeah, okay. And uh, so we jumped in our cars and drove off, uh, nose to tail, got out of town. And uh, I understand that after we left, they attacked, made a hell of a mess, killed an awful lot of people. Mm. Uh, but we got to a uh, got to a, um, a guard house for one of the um, uh, for the, for the uh, hydroelectric thing. Stopped there, looked in. There was two bodies in there. So, phew, put the foot down. Off we went. Anyway, we had to go down the mountain, and uh, you know it was quite tight. And would we you know Graham was driving, and anyway we got to the we went round this left hand bend, and he got the wheels in the gravel and started to skid, and. <laughs> The back wheel went off and we, we rolled off and I thought, this is going to be a thousand foot drop. There's going to be silence for about ten seconds and that'll be <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> yep. Truly, yep. you know. Gosh. It's funny what goes through your head. I remember a rally, drive, a rally car rolled over and the navigator didn't have anything to grab. So he grabbed the roll bar and when it rolled over, cut all his fingers off. I thought, mm. ooh. <laughs> so I'm holding onto the seat. Yep. We rolled about five or six times and this thing stopped on its wheels. Lucky it wasn't the sheer drop. It was a wow, it, you know. So it stopped on its wheels and we were able to, with the help of a lot of other guys, we were able to pull this thing back on the road and and take off, you know. And the, <laughs> the, the roof had been squashed in. but like we did, only
0: a 911 can.
2: <laughs> yeah. We did the next stage, uh, but the problem is with the helmets, we didn't have enough room, so we just could down. <laughs> you, couldn't, you
0: couldn't kick
2: the roof out? Well, we did. When we got to the next stop, uh, after that stage, we yeah, okay. uh, in fact, Tuttle, Jacked it out. Tuttle knocked the roof out. Yeah. yeah. Francis Tuttle finally bought that car. That was a really, really good car, and Francis bought it. Well, well, he knew what was wrong with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's how it all started, that we uh, did the – we're going to do the London-Sydney. Anyway, we we did quite well. We finished, I think, we finished six overall. I think we're the second Australian crew to finish, so we did pretty well. That's a huge achievement. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it really was fantastic.
0: Interestingly, Mm. Francis was co-driving for – Michelle Mouton, the uh, French rally driver.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. the,
0: the woman that nearly won the World Rally Championship in an you
2: Wow. Yep, so. Well, no, hang on. That was the London-Sydney.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, so I was we just talking about there. the Shield That was the Shield of Africa. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah Fra- Francis was looking after several cars in the Shield of Africa. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, but moving on to, to the London-Sydney, of course, you know, we, so you uh,
0: took your car to that
2: one? Yeah, and Graham took his, and I took as mine as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> did you both finish? Hey? Did you
0: both finish? Well, we
2: both finished, but unfortunately, I blew my engine up in the in the Czech Republic. Remember, that's why I bought a Tatra.
0: <laughs> I do remember now. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah let's keep going. Yeah,
2: but uh, but anyway, yeah. It unfortunately. Um, so you're outside time. Is that what the problem was then? Yeah. Well, you know, we we got the car. Got I bought a new engine. Got the, well, not a new, another engine. Got the car going again. So we finished. We actually did all the stages, but we sort of we were that far behind. Who was co-driving? It didn't count my brother. Yeah. Okay. He he did all the targetances with me and all that sort of thing, but uh, and Graham had a, a particular problem. He. He actually didn't get to the finish line. Oh. I, don't, I don't know what happened. Can't remember what happened. Haven't seen him since. Well, well I <laughs> unfortunately, he's passed away. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's another story. But anyway, uh, yeah, so um, but the London-Sydney, what an event. It, it's, uh, you know, it, it's uh, 13 countries over 30 days. Um, it's There was 118 cars in that. And and the the flying stages were um, they'd hired uh, the Antonov An one two fours the biggest yep. airplane in the world.
0: Great photos of you driving up those, those yeah. ra- that ramp in, yeah, into absolutely. the into the nose of it. You know, oh,
2: amazing! That
0: would have been terrifying driving up there. That, that ramp.
2: was the scariest part of the whole rally. You know, <laughs> what what they did was they put they, they had a like a floor in it. Then they had another floor. So they had thirty cars in each floor, sixty cars. Oh, wow. Sixty cars in it. They had two Antonovs and sixty cars in each uh, each one. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. But you drove them on yourself, and there's this big, uh, big Russian guy standing at the top, you know. And if he goes like this, you got to stop and go back. But uh, but it, it like that's that's two stories up. Wow.
0: Yeah, and it's just like this scaffolded like. It looks like garage all ramps. Right. Uh, you know, you think know, it would you're,
2: you're t- t- it be lightweight aluminium. No, no, not at all. It's just what you see on the building sites. So Scaffold. You, Russians are amazing people. They really <laughs> are. But we got to know uh, the, the loadmaster on that aeroplane was an English guy and uh, we got to know him quite well. So we, we had a look all over the aeroplane. We are climbing mm-hmm. around it. That's amazing. And they, they carry two or three crews and like uh, well, one crew is flying, the other crew is sleeping. And, mm-hmm. and, and if you ever happen to see uh, an Antonov, just below the tail, where the tail comes down, you'll see a little window. That's the cruise quarters right at the top there. Okay, <laughs> fascinating, fascinating. But uh, yeah, so we did we did two uh, two stages of airplane uh, on the airplane. So you, you drove across Europe from London. Mm-hmm. I'll then... tell you. I'll tell you quickly where we went if you like. Yeah, great. We went. Uh, can I do that? Oh no, I can't. Sorry. Uh, basically, it was uh, it was um, France. Germany, uh, the Czech Republic, um, uh, che- uh, Slovakia, Romania, Bulgaria, Turkey, and then we flew from there to um, uh, to um, uh, northern uh, Thailand. Oh yeah, okay. Hmm. Then we drove down the Thai Peninsula to Malaysia, mm-hmm. and then we hopped on the airplane again and flew to uh, to Darwin. And then you drove from Darwin, to Sydney. drove from Darwin down down to Alice Springs, and then turned left and straight across to New South Wales. Yeah, fascinating, fascinating trip. Mm-hmm. The, you, you know, the interesting thing about that is is that when when you've got uh, thirteen countries and you've got thirty nights, and you've got uh, what uh, you know two hundred and fifty people that you've got to book hotel rooms for twelve months ahead. Mm. I mean. It's an issue. Logistically, okay.
0: well, Nick, you yeah. I don't think you'd even do that event anymore. Could well, you? Nick, just Nick into the country. did
2: that, and he was just brilliant. Well, that's why the last London Sydney actually was, became Sydney London, and it was a disaster because Australia would refuse to guarantee that they could clear cars in the, the cars in one day.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Like everybody, every other country in the world yeah. can do it, but we couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. What a it's, shame. Yeah, it is. A, it, it's an absolute tragedy, really. And the other, the other thing that happened was that. You know, at that time, uh, a dar- Northern Territory was no speed limit. So, yeah. of course, yep. all these rev heads, they had a great time. Mm-hmm. The minute we crossed the border, <laughs> the radar guns picked half the people up, find mm. them. I mean, you know, give me a break. Mm. <laughs> Why do we do things like that? You know, in Turkey, it was fantastic in Turkey because the, uh, the, the chief police minister of Turkey, he was a, he was a rev head and honestly, everywhere you went, whenever you pulled up a crossroad just by yourself, the cop was there, he would stop everybody, wave you through. We were We were sitting at a restaurant, my brother and I, on the Red Sea, and this cop car stopped and they came over and uh, we said, well, what have we done wrong? Which is the way you think when you're yeah. an Australian. Yeah, You know? Anyway, these guys came over and said in broken English, you know, what are you doing? You're, you're running late, you're running late. You've got to go, you've got to go. They've all gone. And they said, "Come on, we'll uh, we'll take you." So we, we started, we, and they just they were going absolutely flat tack, and we, we just we just went, went. with sirens and yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it's just it's fascinating, you know, yep. to see people who are pro uh, motorsport. motorsport, you know, really wonderful. Mm. Hmm.
0: You see that a lot in the um, you know, but f- limited footage you see of the Miller you know, the modern Miller Milia yeah. yeah. rally events, yeah. where it's just. They just shut down towns and yeah, let people go for it, yeah. you know, it's yep. just for the excitement of spectating mm. it for no other reason.
2: Look, uh, there's a lot of things I think uh, not going to happen anymore, isn't there? Because of the way the rules have gone,
1: and uh, yeah, it's just such a pity. So, do you think, isn't you think it? we'll I'm...
0: come a full circle on that,
1: or do you think we're past? No, it? I think there's a green lobby as well. It's it's not as sh- you know shiny and interesting as it once was. It's mm. it's a bit of, it's on the nose now politically, yeah. yeah okay, and nobody yeah. would have the you know the balls to back it no
2: mm-hmm. it's like you know paul said last week that uh, you know it was getting harder and harder to to do what he did originally it was those uh, classic rallies were just super they were a heap of fun and the great thing about what paul did originally was that he kept out all of the japanese buzz boxes yeah you know so they were classic cars you know which was great fun you know until I got a WRX. Yeah, that's right. Now,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so London and Sydney. Yeah. Two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after that, you must have been cooked. The missus must have said, "Godfrey, come on, seriously." It's bit, yeah. Look,
2: I, I guess business took a bit of a turn for the for the for the worse, and uh, and I, so I just left. You know, when I came back from that, i I just left the car and thought, uh, you know, I just left it parked. And then and then I did. what I wanted to do was cause my son was getting older and older and I thought, I really want to keep myself nice so that I can do a rally with my boy one yep. time. Yeah. Yep. And so we did the two thousand and nine, I think it was, um local um local rally, ta West. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh uh, you know, because I, I hadn't driven for a long time, so I made a bit of a hash of it. That, but but we got to the end, and it was good fun. We did it together, and so yeah. This is in the nine eleven. Yeah, in the nine eleven. Yeah, uh, it was good fun, and uh, you know he was he loved it. So we we just had a ball. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tell us about the um, the Prang at Targa Yeah,
2: not nice. I had a couple actually. In, uh, in in ninety five, I ran off the. Coming around uh, around a corner, or wet, very wet road, and I ran off the road, and, and we just went over over the over the edge with the nose sticking up like that. Uh, so that wasn't any big deal, although uh, I missed my target plate with that one because you've got to finish every stage sure. yeah. within that time. You know, mm-hmm. um, I tell you, it was funny though. Where uh, Alan, um, Alan uh, the Jaguar guy, what's Alan the Shepherd? Alan Shepherd. Yeah. Once, once we were dragged out of uh, up up the hill on that one, and we went round the corner, there was Alan Shepherd in exactly the same Same position. (laughs)
0: The truck was just going to pick him up, was it?
2: (laughs) That's right. But uh, yeah, but the second one, we uh, look. By that time, I was feeling pretty cocky. You know, the red mist had gone right up, and I thought, boy, you know, if I buy pace notes, I can be I can be a lot faster. And so I bought some paste notes. And uh, look, I, I can't um, honestly blame my navigator, who was my brother. Uh, I can't. I honestly can't. I don't know what happened. But we had a camera at the time. But we just went straight off the road, hit a tree. You know, we hit the tree. You remember the praying Peter Brock hit? Yeah. Yep. Peter Brock hit hit the tree right in the middle of his door. Mm. I, I had it right on the on the back of the door, which is where the rollover hoop was, yeah, and I had there. a roll bar inside, yeah. and I had some pretty big uh, side intrusion bars in the 911 yeah. as well. And uh, my head went out went out of the out of the window, hit the tree.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: I've got this helmet with all this bark on it. Wow! And of course, as several people said, you wear open faced helmets because you want people to see you. The cameraman to see your face, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so I broke all these teeth along here. Yeah, where, where the where the open face helmet squashed him. Yeah, uh, I punctured my lung, broke three ribs. Wow. Yeah, and I was in a bit of a state there for a while. And uh, they had several um, se- several uh, prangs in that particular targa. And I remember a couple of years later talking to a guy who was in the sort of the uh, 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 they they. They look. They've picked up broken cars and broken people. Sure. And he said, "He said we used, we prior, prioritised the accidents, and we got yours wrong because you should have been first priority, but uh, but it took a while. It, you know, I don't know if you've ever had a punctured lung, but it's not a lot of fun. No, I've not. No. No. Um, but uh, anyway, we got there and uh, we eventually ended up in hospital, and uh, here I am. Jeez, yeah." All those uh, broken things came good once I started swimming. Yeah. Okay. The greatest fixer in the world, swimming. But um, yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah. The car obviously got straightened back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when it hit when it hit the tree, it actually started to bend. The engine came flowing out the back, mm. was just hanging on the hoses. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a shocker. You know how they, uh, you know how they, uh, when you get hit in the head, they talk about how you can see, you can see and hear birds tweeting. You know? oh, that's sort of like in the cartoons. You in know, the, the cartoons, like with the, it actually sh- happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> it, it could happened. have actually been birds. I tell it. you
2: who uh, who stopped and uh, and picked us up was um, the guy uh, from up north there with the uh, the silos, Mick um, Moylan. Mick Moylan. He, wow. was, he was the – I don't know if he was the next car along. I think a couple of cars went yeah. past, but he was the one that stopped. Was he in
1: an XA Coupe Falcon? Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 He – and the other fellow with him was a politician at the time. Uh, I can't remember. I think He's passed away, that politician. But, yeah. Uh, so good on them. Thank you, boys. Yeah. 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 yeah lucky Gosh. to come out of that one. Mm, I was. Very lucky.
0: Yeah, very lucky. Unlike a lot of the uh, – there does not seem to be many um, – People walking away from accidents in South Australia, Tasmania. No, uh, look,
2: it's that last one was a tragedy, wasn't it? You know, in Just twenty pe- what pe- twenty nine years they'd had what one person died, mm. and uh, and they had what th- three. In fact, look, I'll tell you a funny. Th- well, it's not a funny thing, but that those two guys were in that green GT three. Mm. Um, in uh, in nineteen uh, what was it nineteen ninety five. Uh. That we formed a team, there, you know, like it was a team trophy, and there was uh, three Porsches in it, and he was one of the Porsches, and he was driving a similar car to mine. Sure, and uh, you know, we did pretty well, and we won the team trophy that time, but uh, of course he'd, that was, boy, that was I don't know, twenty years ago, and he'd moved up to a GT3, (laughs) and so. Yeah, that was a terrible accident. Things happen quickly in a GT3. Oh, that's the problem, isn't it?
1: That's did problem. you see the Eric Banner film, uh, The Beast? I did. In yeah, fact,
2: he's... I remember he was in one of the Targets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he went that... off. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. yeah. Trees are very unforgiving. They
2: are. Mm. And, and in Tasmania, they're very close to the road. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, they really are. Well, of course, you can understand why they uh, built racetracks. They got rid of the trees. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, after that, of course, I went back to uh, once we got the nine eleven fixed. I went back to uh, racing at Waterloo. So that was yeah, okay. That was good. No trees, but you do get a bit a bit uh, sick of going around in the same circle. Yeah, you? yeah. You know? I mean, I love tar- I love those Targa events. They're just sensational, and and it's uh, it's a matter of um, and the younger you, you are, the braver you are. Yeah, and you've got to be brave. You've I've, got to you've got to take a risk.
1: I've you know? noticed this. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the problem, isn't it? The red mist. I can, I can beat that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think it's as you get older, you just know how much it's going to hurt because mm. Mm. you've been hurt before. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and you've got the inside of your own ability. Let's face mm-hmm. it. You know, you, yeah, it's true. You don't have. You don't think there's limits when you're young. No, but as you get older, you realise there are. You know, yeah. it's just. Yeah, I guess it's
2: called wisdom.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: No, look, it's good fun. I tell you what, though, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't be without it, would you? Motor, no. Motorsport is just sensational. Oh, I
1: agree. I like the people. Mm. The people are alive. They're, Absolutely. They're, um, you know, they're, they're fairly broad. Mm. They, you know, they're interested in a lot of stuff. They understand um, engineering to some degree. Yeah. Um, physics, um, a bit of history. Mm. You know, generally the car people are, um, particularly motor racing people, yep. are really interesting folk. Terrific
2: people. Mm. Yep. And it doesn't mean you know the the rich rich guys and the poor guys, they can all talk the yep. same language and it's yep. just fantastic, isn't it? I find it quite fascinating
0: that it's like to me, as a looking at it from the outside, and particularly recently and going to the rally event you know, the rally sprint event down the road here, I actually think the cost of entry is getting prohibitive for yeah. a lot of people. Like and the reason I say this is I was trying to f- get together a group of guys to do that twenty four beers event down at Collie. You know the endurance event where you've you got to buy a car for, you know fifteen hundred dollars. No, that? I didn't Isn't know that? about this. Yeah, oh. it was on. It last sounds week. like my kind of event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, it's like I think it's like eighteen hundred dollars for the team, and it's a six hour endurance race, mm. right? And you get penalised. It's all fun. It's not mm. official motorsport, you know. Mm. Anyway, all that aside, just try to find any car for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's right
2: was a yeah. mission, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: Like, And there are plenty of guys that have got old competition cars in their yeah. garages that they haven't used for years, mm. but they just don't sell them because they don't have to and they've got mm. the garage space, mm. I guess. Mm. Right? Just getting a car to go and do motorsport in, that's not that easy at the moment. Mm. No matter where you're, like, just if you've got a car, like, your options are you've got to buy something someone's built or you're going to build it yourself. Yeah.
1: Okay? Are you talking specifically about this sort of novelty event or any, or generally
0: any motorsport event like at the moment i the cheapest form of motorsport i can actually find yeah you know, i've looked at various options mm. is probably formula v mm. you know which is that's you know it's not exactly fast motorsport right it's exciting in the seat no doubt but you're talking about that's anything else you talk it's just 20 30 40 grand just to just just get on the starting line you know yeah 18 year olds don't have 20, 30, 40 grand. Back mm-hmm. in the day when I was 18, it was two, yeah. three grand. You know, you, you get your Escort and you, or you get your Corolla or whatever, but those people aren't doing that to, you know, Hyundais. You
1: know, well, not, there is an XL series. Um, there yeah, is, well, but
0: you know, but like anything, those cars are, you know, if you want to get into that, that's a yeah. $25,000 motor car, you
1: know? Yeah. yeah. I'm not so sure I agree. Um Prove me wrong by the next podcast. Yeah, well, you know, I've just been selling a racing car, and there's hardly any motorsport in the eastern seaboard, which is where most of the action happens. Only WA is kind of active. But people aren't selling their cars. Or if they are, they want top dollar for them, Simon. Have you been on my 105? Yes. Because, you know, that's where they live. Um, Yeah, maybe they're just all hanging on to them until uh, it fires up again. Well, did you see some of the support, support race? You
2: know, they, they've got Sydney happening at the minute uh, for the supercars. Yeah. And the support races is there. They, they, there's a particular class they're racing there, and they're racing uh, uh, Hyundai XLs. Yeah,
0: that's the XL yeah. series. The XL well, Cup. no,
2: they're, they're racing against – it it's just one big group from BMWs to – Yeah, okay. You know, all right. and they're all racing around. It's in the support races. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – Yeah, people like, are doing it. Don't get me wrong, but the hmm. cost to do it, Mm. Is yeah, it's a, and you know, the
0: levels of safety requirements are greater oh, yeah. now than they yeah. were, as well, yes, they should be. No, yeah. I'm not critical of that, yeah, yeah. you know. But the actual path, yeah, the the cost of entry to getting involved is yeah. my point. It's prohibitive, yeah. For you know, for yeah. an 18 or a 19 year old enthusiast, you need
2: yeah,
0: a sympathetic dad. Mm. Let's face it,
2: yeah, yeah, no doubt that's uh, yeah, it is very expensive. I mean, I haven't
1: had to do it for a while, but <laughs> I can imagine. Mm. What's, um, of the cars you've owned, mm. what do you regret selling? All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I and I spoke about this in
2: the garage earlier. <laughs> Look, I did a list of all the cars because I heard you ask that question. Oh, well done. And, and so I wrote it down. And since, I, since I've been looking at it, there's three cars I haven't put on there. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, start I re- from the start. Eh? Start from the start. First car you ever bought. Okay. A 36 Austin 7. Then Renault 750 by two, a Renault Dauphine, 63 Falcon, uh, VW Combi, which uh, my wife and I fitted out and we drove it around Australia. Um, VW Beetle, Valiant Pacer, which we sold the Combi over there and bought um, bought a fastback, VW fastback. Yeah, yeah, type three. And then we bought a Caravan, so we had to get rid of the fastback, bought a Valiant Pacer, Mm -hmm. drove it back to West Australia. Uh, we had a my wife had a Fiat Eight Fifty fastback, which was oh good. really mm-hmm. great, great cars. It, you just don't see them anymore. No, you just don't. You just don't. Um, I lived in Singapore for a while. I had a Mercedes Two Hundred. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I've got to have a Mercedes. Anyway, <laughs> I bought because I'm a you, you sound like Simon. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm, a, I'm cool. Anyway, I bought this uh, Mercedes uh, Two Hundred. <clears throat> anyway, uh, it had a flat tyre, so I got the jack out jacking it up, and I thought, bloody car, it's not coming up. And jack, 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 jack. The the jack was actually going through the Through, through, the, through the tin. <laughs> <laughs> that was Singapore for you. So yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I, I took it back to the dealer and he was very apologetic, and so I ended up with the Toyota Celica, which was a great little car. Then I had an 80s Cortina, a Volvo 850R, a Ford Ute, 57 Beetle, which I wish I still had. Mm. I love that Beetle. MGB, I had a Jensen Healey. And then I bought the 356 uh, and then I bought the 911 and the WRX and the WRX STI. But there's still a couple missing from there. Oh, do you know what's missing from there? The so Tatra. Oh, hey, okay, yep. I really wish I hadn't have sold the Tatra, Tatra. So which Tatra did you have? 613. Uh, is that the net, silver net. one which rocks up at classic cars? No, no, that's a 600. That's a Tatra plan, 600 Tatra plan, uh, which is a lovely car, four cylinders, Mine, mine was a it, uh, it's a it's a V eight, a V eight air cooled
1: in the back. Oh, magic! God, it was a brilliant car. Is that the one with the um, gasoline powered heater it is. underneath the seat? It, it I, is. I just the whole concept. I it just is. love
0: option, a option in three five six. <laughs>
1: yeah. in the is it gasoline?
0: Yeah. Yep,
2: gasoline powered. Yep. Well, that Shoot. basically is an airplane heater, you know. And I've been in the aircraft industry, but but I, my, the six one three had two. It had one in the boot. Mm-hmm. And it had one between the seat, and I, I, I put put it on once. Oh, I thought I was going to kid. I thought it was going to blow up. It's just, <laughs> it's a scary bit of kit. I tell you, scary <laughs> bit of kit. So is this idiot? But of course, if you're in, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, six one three. It's what they call a Kromka. Kromka. So it's got chrome on it. You yeah, know? yeah, sure. But that's yeah, that's the car. You you know you could put uh, you could put six Russian spies in the boot. Huge yeah. boot. Okay, yeah. before we go any further, put your phone on silent. I don't
0: know how to do that. You're killing us. Little button on the side, Godfrey. Yeah. Is it? Is it an iPhone?
2: Yeah. This no, one? Other so- yeah, other side. Other side. Oh, will that stop that noise? Yeah, just push it down. Oh, sorry about that. That's
1: all right. A, um, Why didn't you say that before? Air-cooled V8 would sound pretty good. Yeah. Oh, listen. Look.
0: The look. amount of, In the engine bay, you got to see how much space around it. You'd stand in there with
2: it, couldn't you, Godfrey? Oh, look, I'll tell you. It was just brilliant. Let me see... Czech engineers are very good. Oh, they're fantastic. They really are. You know, because they, you know, Czech engineers, of course, this is behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Right? The Russians took over. They said to Tatra, you can only build cars for executives. Skoda, you can build cars for... The plebs. Medium. Well, no, (laughs) plebs couldn't have cars. Yeah, (laughs) He had the bus. But, uh, but, uh, you know, and they were obviously looking over the Iron Curtain uh, because this thing was designed by an Italian... And, but but they wanted to keep the engine in the back, and it is it is a sensational thing. Why did you sell it? Uh, because I decided that um, that you know if I if I didn't if I didn't drive a car regularly,
1: yeah yeah, no Christ. point keeping it. Yeah.
2: So I sure. drive you know like I've driven a three, three, three times three days this week yep. you know mm-hmm. just love it you know. But the uh, look, I tell you that I, I had great uh, great plans to. Um, uh, to To do the Tatra up, and uh, you know s- the suspension, the whole lot, and and then you know burble up to these V eight boys <laughs> and say, come on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was just where does somebody? F- I mean, where did you find it in Perth? Well, you wouldn't believe it. The the you know because Tatra big in trucks. You know. Oh the... yeah, that's their main business. Yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't always their main business. Ta- Tatra, Tatra are one of the oldest car companies in the world. Wow. Tatra were the first company to have four-wheel brakes. Gosh. And, and a lot of other things, you know. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear stories about how uh, uh, Ledwinker, who was the Tatra engineer, um, Ferdinand Porsche copied a lot of his ideas for yeah. the Beetle, yeah. you know. sure. And, in fact, it's true because uh, after the Second World War, Tatra sued Volkswagen and won. Huh. They had to pay them a heap of money. Uh, because of some of the ideas that uh, they had stolen. Because during the war, um, Ferdinand Porsche said to Hitler, "Look, you know we've got to pay for these these ideas," and and Hitler said, um, "Just wait a minute, I've got a plan." And that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> take over Czechoslovakia. That's right. Um, but uh, it's yeah, you can never find what you want when you want it, can you?
0: Oh, that's okay. The, Don't look, worry. The, um, so the Tatra.
2: The Tatra's for sale again, you know, because uh, it went to that museum in... Um,
0: Where that dodgy uh, tax avoider
2: yeah, yeah. was from. and uh, yeah, he
0: wanted your to 356 too, if I recall, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he did. We, when he walked through the garage, saw the 356, he said, oh, what that? Because uh, he'd already bought the Tatra... And I said no, that's not for sale. He made me a pretty good offer, though, I have to say, at that time. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that of course they closed down, and they're still trying to sell the Tatra. They did. They did uh, a lot co- of the
0: cars. The asking price is pretty fairly prohibitive. Oh, you know
2: mate, they want a more number than...
0: of the cars are still for sale.
2: They want more than three this times is the I. Coffs Harbour was it? Where was it? No, it was. Um, no, it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was oh, in God.
0: New South Wales, Yeah, right.
2: northern, New- just up, not far from Gosford. Gosford. Yeah, right. Uh, an interesting story that that guy was a he was a Czech, the fellow that owned that. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he uh, his uh, grand grandparents came here after the war, and uh, when the Iron Curtain went down, he he said, "I want to go uh, back to where Grandpa came from." So he went back there, and he became a bit of a whiz bang. In fact, he ended up with the biggest car dealership in Europe. Wow! So then he thought, "I want to go home now." So he sold that for a fortune. And uh, that was uh, – and had this plan to do what he did. But uh, but he did want – he wanted to – he wanted some check cars there, so that's why they bought mine. Huh. Yeah, okay. They bought a hell of a lot of cars from West Australia. Wow. Yeah. You know, there was a farmer somewhere up north, near northern somewhere. He had a heap of um, – what were they? Rambler. Who made Rambler? AMC. Yeah, uh, AMC, AMC. He had a heap of those, this farmer. Yeah. The farmer died and uh, they bought the lot. They bought him a million dollars. Bought him. a lot. They'd have loaded on a ship and took him to this museum
1: because well, okay. Ludlow was the, the guy in Perth with um ramblers, was it? Yeah, and he used to Shorty speed, ben? Speed,
2: speed. Was that Shorty Ben Ludlow?
1: I think the it was. Speedway driver, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he yeah. was kind of the guy. <laughs> yeah, gosh, he wouldn't get much business today, would he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you not see many around, even at car no, events, never. you know, ramblers,
1: no. Matador, no. Hornet. Yeah, all that stuff.
2: Well, of course, those sort of things used to race at Bathurst and all that, mm. didn't they? They were all—it was a pretty nifty wagon, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: great.
2: Yeah, but uh, so if you if you'd like a Tatra, and look, I tell you, it's a brilliant car. I
0: really would like to I still have it. I reckon it's got a face only a mother could love. <laughs>
2: yeah. Look, it's it's certainly different. What uh, what what they did? There was an English guy. He did a deal with Tatra, and he he bought. Uh, he got uh, some tatras, some of those over the la- latest model, and he, he fitted them up for, for the English market.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: right-hand drive. Or, and, and see, they are really nice motor cars, but unfortunately, rear-engined air-cooled cars had, got, had passed us sure. passed yeah. on, you. What, know? We're t-
0: what we're talking about, Czech Republic.
2: Yeah. Where does one
0: find a 911 motor once you've blown up yours? in the czech
2: republic incredible look you know um <laughs> <laughs> incredible story it did run, th- run through my mind yeah. <laughs> incredible story we 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 got uh, picked up by a truck and we got taken to the porsche dealer in, what, a- uh, what happened to the motor you throw a rod what, yeah drop a, oil, what happened put a rod uh, through yeah, okay, the block sure, yeah yep. um we we went uh, we, we had we got dumped at the porsche dealer which was the must have been the newest porsche dealership in the world it was just beautiful and they really weren't that keen on having an old 9 nine eleven there. So. Not when they had a the new 996 uh, in there and the boxes <laughs> in there at that time, would they? Well, they, flick, they, they, they flicked, flicked us off to um, a, a, some little yeah. local garage. And these guys were fantastic, really. But anyway, my mechanic, Willie Bowmeister here, he started looking around and he eventually found a, a, an engine in Holland. Yeah, okay. And the, the, the Dutch guy that owned it, it's a, it's a 2.2S. I've yeah. still got the engine I'm going to sell it one of those days, or we'll make a coffee table one of those. Days. But um, he uh, he got it, found this guy, and this guy said, "Look," he said, "I'll." Um, he said, "I've got to go somewhere for the weekend, and if you like, I'll drive it down." So he drove it from Holland down to down to the Czech Republic, down to Bruno. Yeah, I mean, it's not far. <laughs> not mm. like not like here. No,
0: no, but you've got a couple of mountain ranges in between.
2: Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? It, oh look, a fantastic effort. But he but he was coming down somewhere that way. It, well, so it's, it's
0: got to be at least five or six hundred k. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I would it's reckon. not when yeah.
0: you say it's not far. Yeah. It is
2: still yeah. a slog. Mm. Oh well, he's obviously pleased to get rid of his engine. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and then well, he especially
0: with him. how much the dumb Aussie was going to pay. Him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, you know, you, between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, of course, into, actually, yeah,
0: well, however much it was, that's how much it was. Yeah,
2: but uh, so he only he helped uh, help the guys put it in and, uh, you know, and sort of we got going the next day, so that was a, a pretty pretty fair effort. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> amazing. Mm. And the, um, that t-
2: so that was a 2.2S. A 2.2S, yeah. And
0: you've still got that motor. Yeah,
2: yeah, that goes into something like a 69 yeah, 50, 911S, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what about... The original motor? Yep. Well, that was... Uh, that, that was c- just
0: left at the old workshop somewhere? Yeah. Where the rod
2: were No, the side. I actually got it back. I oh, got, did you? I got them to send it back. Yep. yep. And uh, I got it back and, uh, I mean, we used bits off it that we could, but it was, it was naked.
0: Gee, you know. I'll tell you what, this London to Sydney trip didn't sound like it was very cheap, mate. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> yeah, but it's a one-off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots <laughs> that of one was of Africa, wasn't it? Yeah. Look, I'll tell you, it's... Uh, but, you know... You look back on those things and you think, boy, that cost an awful lot of money. Don't tell the wife, but so she won't nobody's ever going to do a London-Sydney again. Yeah, you did it. Mm. So there's a just a handful of people. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. or 118. Yeah, and that's such a pity because it was just a wonderful event. Mm. You know, uh, Nick Britton he organised that. He the Shield of Africa. He did the, um, the, the he did a couple of other rallies as well, Panama, Alaska. Um, he was brilliant. He was in the first, uh, the 68 uh, Sydney, uh, uh, wow. London, Sydney, yeah. But the, uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, he's prior, no, no longer with us. Prior to Simon arriving this evening,
0: we are in, in my garage there and I've actually was given for my birthday from Peter Naldi. Oh, yeah. Um, a, the 1993 um, London, Sydney post, a promotional post from Penwright that Had Francis Tuttle as the winner, yeah, that's 9 11, yeah, and um, because Francis uh, Pete worked with Francis here in Perth, in um, for, with yes, Pete, he did, with uh, he Pete's started, old man,
2: he started in, yeah, that's right, with an oldies, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, with
0: Pete's old man, and yeah. um, so they're like that, you know, they're tight yeah, yeah, and um, I met Francis, we had a bit of yeah, a yeah, I'm together. sorry, I missed that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um. Anyway, he's, he's, he was planning to come back to Perth, but with everything that's going on mm. around the world, but he's due here soon. He said he's, he's coming around for a uh, podcast and he said he'll sign the poster Oh, beautiful. next time he's in town, so yeah. should be good. Because that well, guy, if you have a function, knows. I'll
2: certainly be at the next one, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. guy will certainly have some stories, I reckon. Oh, brilliant. Gosh, he's, yeah. he's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, 93, uh, he he um, he, did, he did... One of the London, Sydney's he did, he did a Volkswagen. Yeah, okay. Because he he was a Volkswagen guy, yep. mm-hmm. like everybody. And I remember him telling me that he had a Volkswagen uh short motor strapped to the <laughs> to the back seat. Oh, is well, that in no, case? No he seat. It? Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> pretty cautious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he did he did win it. And then of course uh, Michelle Mouton was driving in the two thousand. It's it's amazing. Listen, I in fact I wrote this down. Look, um when when we booked in to do this, I thought mm, we might do all right. You never know. And then at the last minute, Hannah McCuller, yeah, world rally champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stig Blomkist, world yeah. rally champion. <laughs> who won it? Michelle Mouton. Yeah. <laughs> Clay Regazzoni, <laughs> Formula One yeah. driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray Bellamy, one Le Mans, Lamont. Rick Bates and, and a host of others. You yeah, know? It's sure. Just was just incredible.
0: Was who's who yeah. of uh, yeah,
2: Yeah. R- rally basically. rally driving,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, amazing.
2: Mm. No, it was uh, wonderful.
0: Sounds it. So but, um really appreciate your time joining us this evening, Godfrey. Fantastic. The, um, it's it's been, been fun. Great to have you. Amazing history you've got with, you know, motorsport in WA and these events you've done. It's so great. I feel very privileged to uh, have had the opportunity to hear about them.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, I guess we've been lucky, haven't we, in the in the times with all the things that have been going on that we've you, been able to do. Yeah. Godfrey, what a joy
1: to have had you in tonight. Hmm. You've lived through a period, I mean, you know, you're I'm assuming you didn't go to Vietnam. No, no. So you skated out of that. Yeah. Uh, were you around for free love? Mm, absolutely. <laughs> I
2: mean, truly. This is this yeah. is. Speed. Look, you know, we had the best music, rock and you, roll. I think you did. We had Elvis Presley. We had all of that. Yeah. You know, and and you know, of course, we were we were ex-war babies. So I yeah, suppose, yeah. uh, we, you know, there was uh, there was certainly shortages back in the back in the day. But uh, no, look, we've had a dream run. You know, the only thing, I keep saying this, the the only thing that's gone wrong is COVID. Everything else has been a breeze, you know, (laughs) truly. I don't even think COVID's that bad. Well, probably not. At the end of it, yeah, we're getting through it. And we've been particularly lucky here, and we we? We have been so lucky here.
0: The the way it's limited our lifestyle is so first world, it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. go to Europe. I can't. <laughs> right. I can't take a month off to go yeah. skiing in Japan. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's th- these are our problems, yeah. and they're pretty yeah. minor in the scheme of What's going on? Absolutely.
2: In the world and of course, the answer's been: we'll go to Broome. Beautiful place. This is a great, country, great state. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good things to see in West Australia. You know. So Godfrey, Broome. continue.
1: To live an oh, extraordinary life. Well oh, done. absolutely. Absolutely. Out
0: of nowhere, what are you talking about? Yeah,
1: but well, I'm yeah. saying. like, he's like the, This isn't
0: his obituary for Christmas. He's Christ the man. Sake. Well, see, I'm <laughs> a, I
1: think the times have changed. Godfrey will be around, but the times have changed. Yeah. yeah that's true. But I'm a boater, too, you see, and I just love
2: going boating and. A beautiful island out there.
0: Look, if, if you're boating, it makes the race car racing cars sound cheap then.
2: <laughs> yeah, it has this year, I have to say. I've spent a few bob in the boat, but uh, I'm not spending it on the cars anymore. So,
1: fair enough, Godfrey. Yeah. Just before you leave us, um, a quick Targa um roof story. A good mate of mine in Perth, um, mm. uh, Kevin Inkster. I know um, Kevin, yep. Owned in fact, a... I'll see him tomorrow morning. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Owned a, a gold. Tiger, I think it was a 72, 71, 72, well. and it's now back in the club with another guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think it was Kevin's fiftieth birthday. Whole yeah. group of us banded together. Yeah. And we bought him a roof. Oh, yeah. Is that <laughs> and we all signed it. <laughs> is that a fact? <laughs> he he laughed for a week. Oh you know? really? <laughs> and he had it hanging on the wall. Did I don't it? know what happened to it, but we actually, you know. Went to a wreckers and we bought a roof.
2: Uh, yeah, really,
1: <laughs> a real roof. <laughs> that is, <quite laughs> and, also, and we had it sprayed gold and signed it.
2: Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Uh, yeah, because I used to spend a bit of time with Kevin back in the day, and we used to, uh, you know, fiddle around, go up the track together from time yep.
1: to time. Yeah. He's my favourite hippie. He, yeah, <laughs> he, is, isn't he? he is. He's yeah. down um, living down at Dunsborough, Yeah. Eagle Bay.
2: Yeah, I did. I saw him a couple of weeks ago at a, uh, at a at a birthday party. He yeah. came up. He's uh, he's on his second uh, uh, second um, Tesla. Now. Yeah. Mm. He, he, has anyone told
0: him you can recharge him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> no, you throw them away each time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I've heard a rumour that he. Plays his guitar whilst he's on the freeway. Yes, he did say that. He did say that. I thought, <laughs> Somebody said it. I don't know if it was Kevin. No, <laughs> I th- he, he did say that. No, no, but- I'm not sure, Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's yeah, a... Cut um, that out. <laughs> it's got autopilot. I'm learning it. to play the, u- the ukulele and he was teaching me. Was oh, really? Went, yeah. Last month we went and stayed at his place for a few nights. Oh, did you? Lovely. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, brilliant stuff, yeah. Well, I'm seeing him tomorrow because I'm going to the... Uh, to the uh, AGM for Arbutec. Ah, mm. oh, is it on tomorrow? Mm. What time? Eight o'clock. Oh no, ten o'clock. 10 to... I might see you there.
1: You're going? <laughs> hey? I'm a shareholder.
2: Oh, me? Yeah, yeah. me, me too. Okay, mm, that's where I'm going. <laughs> well, I must read Find my out emails. What's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Find out what's going on. I didn't actually know people ever went to AGMs.
1: Ah, uh, no, Arbitek's... it's just that you might as well. So, a good fun. Yeah. Kevin's, they run, they're fun people. Uh, their Christmas party, the main project for the engineering department, this is Arbitech, was to build and launch a rocket. Yeah,
0: okay. That
1: was actually the project for the Christmas <laughs> party. Really so, you know, occupied a lot of brain power yeah. and a lot of uh, resources to see how far they could get this damn rocket to go into space. <laughs> what a classic. Yeah. Yeah, well, they do, they do that.
2: They're those sort of people, aren't they? Oh, they like are. Modern uh, inventive yeah. types. Yeah. yeah. He's my favourite hippie. Mm, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Good good. one.
0: All right, then. Well, thank you very much this evening, guys. It's been uh, a pleasure as always. And, um, yeah, anyone out there listening, please leave any iTunes reviews. It would be appreciated. Keep those letters rolling in, as Simon
1: would say. Yes, keep um, those cards and letters rolling in, folks. Don't forget the checks. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks very much, uh, chaps. Very nice. Good fun. Thanks, Godfrey.